Welcome back to another episode of the Unlearning Podcast. My name is Ashley Lynn Hanks, and I am your coach and your guide and your biggest cheerleader on your deconstruction and reconstruction journey. The Unlearning Podcast is all about helping you learn to love Jesus and your neighbor through healthy, life-giving Christian theology. Because not all theology is Christian. Some theology is Muslim, some theology is Jewish, etc. We can make space for different ways of understanding the divine, and I'm grateful for that. On today's episode, I want to unpack my experience at a very wonderful, amazing first-timer at Queer Christian Conference in Washington, D.C., and I want to share with you some of the exciting plans that I have this year for the podcast. Before we begin, I want to take a moment to share some really, really personal news with you. I'm excited to share that that this June, my wife and I will be expecting our first child. Jen is pregnant with a beautiful baby girl. I say beautiful because these last 20 weeks, I've watched this little girl grow from a tiny little potato to this beautiful 12 ounce silhouette on the sonogram screen. She now has a spine and a large brain, and we could even see that she has 10 fingers and 10 toes. It was it was really amazing to consider how far science has come and how much we can see in the womb. Jen is doing really well with the pregnancy. Apart from struggling to sleep comfortably, she's doing well. I'm so grateful to God for Jen's health and the health of the baby. I'm also grateful that we get to share this moment in our journey with so many loving and supportive people. And so thank you for being on this journey with us. So a couple of weeks ago, I attended my very first queer Christian conference. QCF is this amazing progressive fellowship of people who come together at the intersection of the Christian faith and sexuality. I discovered at the conference that QCF is a lot more theologically open and progressive than the Reformation Project, which is another fellowship of Christians who meet at the same intersection of faith and sexuality. QCF has an anti-racist initiative and is run by many people of color. They are also open to supporting polyamory and non-monogamous relationships, which I think is very hard for us who come from the evangelical church. In a lot of ways, the Queer Christian Conference is doing the very work that many churches should be doing, addressing the needs and concerns in an inclusive way that is rooted in faith, hope, and love. And I think this is a great conference for anyone who is LGBTQIA or the parents of an LGBTQIA person. It is also a great conference for queer Christians of all racial and ethnic identities. The conference is run by Bukola Landis Aina, a first-generation Nigerian-American woman. It was so cool to see her there with her newborn baby and her wife, even though she was on maternity leave. Many LGBT-affirming churches tend to be heavily gay male and heavily white, and so to see so many people of color in leadership leading worship and so many trans people leading talks and leading worship, it was really, really healing and inspiring to experience. The theme of the conference this year was Liberated to Love. And so I applied to give out a breakout session on healthy Christian sexual ethics, and I, I got accepted. And so I made a trip to DC, and I came to the conference all by myself, which was honestly a little hard. I think if you go to QCF, try to go with a group or another person. But if no one else will go with you, just ghost. You should still go. I was 
pretty low key nervous about giving my breakout session, but um, it went really, really well. I was particularly concerned that my talk wouldn't be progressive enough or that it would trigger and hurt a lot of people, but it didn't at all. I was surprised to see how helpful the session was. I heard from a lot of wonderful people about how clear and helpful Margaret Farley's seven norms were. One gentleman shared that listening to the presentation shook off a lot of hurt and shame that he felt around his sexuality. And another woman shared how helpful it was to hear God's unconditional love for them in this topic and in this area. Another woman spoke up and confirmed how especially toxic the purity culture is to women and how important it is that we really address these issues. And I agree. Just the whole breakout section experience, though, really helped me to see how timely this topic is and how desperate we all are for a healthy Christian sexual ethic. I'm so grateful I got the chance to go to QCF and to give this important talk. The whole weekend stirred up within me a desire to focus more on this issue. And again, I'm just so, so grateful for it. And so this spring, I'm going to begin posting the podcast in seasons with a two-month break in the summer and a one-month break during the holidays with the first season centered on gender and sexuality. The Unlearning Podcast will have all the same elements in each season, a regular episode each week with a shorter weekly episode on Friday Field Notes. There will also be a monthly episode on politics called The Briefing. But most of the episodes will center around this theme of gender and sexuality. Each week, though, the big kind of biggish podcast episode will focus on a theme that I am calling Pleasure and Purity. And these episodes will be dedicated to deconstructing the evangelical purity culture while reconstructing a healthy sexual ethic. My plan is to tailor all of the interviews, Bible verses we talk about, books I unpack, and subjects I tackle to be around the subject of gender and sexuality. I want to really make space to examine the purity culture and to see how different it was for people in the Black church compared to people in the white evangelical church. I would uh, I would lo- also love to hear how it's expressed in the Catholic Church. I want to help us to study a womanist approach to sexual ethics and to possibly interview a womanist theologian. I also want to interview lots of people who have personally deconstructed around this topic in their own context, whether that be a Filipino lesbian living in the Valley or a gay veteran UMC pastor in Echo Park. I've got my feelers out for who I'd love to bring to the show, and then I've gotten a few yeses, so I'm already very, very excited. So there's a lot to unpack on pleasure and purity. And so I'm excited to go on this journey with you. Make sure if you haven't already to hit the subscribe button and to stay in tuned because you're not going to want to miss any episode. As always, everything I'm going to publish is an offering to you, something to think about and consider. As you listen throughout the season, I want to encourage you to have your Bible in hand so that we can go on this journey together, looking at and examining how we interpret the greatest source of our faith the Holy Bible. Now, before I end today's episode, I want to share the most impactful thing, the most impactful speaker I heard at the Queer Christian Conference. Now, by the grace of our loving God, I got the chance to hear from Bishop O.C. Allen, and I got to hear him preach for the first time. Now, prior to QCF, I had never heard of Bishop Allen. 
I didn't even know there was a progressive Pentecostal denomination. And yet here this man was inviting us shy queer Christians to leave the back of the room and to move up front so we could be, and I quote, closer to the fire. And near the fire of the Holy Spirit we were. Bishop Allen's message was from heaven, and it was so spiritually fulfilling. I'm going to read a little bit of his bio in case you haven't heard from him, just like me. And so here we go. You can find out his bio on his website as well if you want. Oliver Clyde Allen III is a religious trailblazer, author, human rights advocate, an international and community leader and entrepreneur. In 2015, Bishop Allen was appointed by President Barack Obama as the and the U.S. Secretary of Health and Human Services to the Presidential Advisory Council on HIV and AIDS. In 2016, he was appointed Southeastern Chair of the DNC LGBT Advisory Board. Bishop Allen is currently a national ambassador and consultant for the NAACP Black Church HIV Initiative. He is the presiding bishop and founder of the United Progressive Pentecostal Fellowship of Churches, which oversees senior pastors, ministers, churches, and faith-based organizations through the United States and abroad. End quote. I can go on and on, but this guy is truly amazing. Bishop Allen preached with so much conviction, with so much certainty on what he believed about God and the Bible and the freedom of LGBT people that it floored me. It was like hearing an evangelical preacher preach an LGBT-affirming sermon. I take lots of notes when I hear good preaching, and in listening to Bishop, I could not stop writing. And so here are some of my key takeaways I took from his sermon. Remember, this is a sermon that was preached at a queer Christian conference, so not like a Sunday morning with a mixed crowd. This is a group of people with a similar experience in a kind of spiritual exile, okay? Here's here's some of my notes. Toxic theology says that I am blessed without being a blessing. Toxic theology creates a toxic sociology. Never dim your light to accommodate someone else's shade. Don't settle for a pond when you were created for the ocean. There are systems and structures designed to play you. If a woman can give you a savior, she can give you a sermon. When people bind you up, God will use it to set you up so you can come on up. End quote. Now, there was a moment in his sermon where he talked about those of us who are so upset, disappointed, and hung up on the disapproval of our family and old church community. And Bishop Allen addressed that disappointment directly. And here's what he said. And I quote, don't allow your disappointments to become your distractions and cause you to forget who you are. You are here to do justice, love mercy, and walk humbly with God. Remember that there is someone who needs your love. There is someone who needs your encouragement. There is someone who needs your strength, someone who needs your destiny. So stay focused and move forward. End quote. I really, really needed to hear that. Sometimes I struggle in not having the full approval of others. But Bishop Allen reminded me that God has called me to this work, to this sacred work of deconstruction and reconstruction, this sacred work that leads to freedom. I'm called to no other path but this one. And the work on this path 
It's not meant to only liberate me, but to spiritually and emotionally liberate others as well. I need to stay strong, to stay encouraged, to stay focused on my destiny and move forward. And so I really needed to hear that. And that was a blessing to me. And I hope that that was a blessing to those of you who are listening. You see, 2022 was not an easy year for me. I left at a job at a church that I really loved, but it was such a toxic environment. The whole experience at this church really shattered my faith and made it really difficult for me to feel a sense of hope and positivity in my calling. But 2022 was also a transformative year for me. I left the Presbyterian USA denomination and began working for the Episcopal Church. And all my experiences with the Episcopal Church both as an employee and as a parishioner, have been so surprisingly nourishing and life-giving. 2022 was also the year that Jen and I started our family. The whole process demanded a lot of growth and maturity for which I'm so grateful. 2022 is also the year that I published 44 podcast episodes and preached five times at different churches. I also graduated with my third master's degree and got accepted into a PhD program. Looking back on all of that, I think the biggest blessing to me and the one blessing that felt the most surprising was that I got back into creative writing. I joined a writer's group again and started writing screenplays. I got accepted into the Golden Crown Literary Society's Writing Academy. The Golden Crown Literary Society is an organization that supports the development of queer women writers. Getting back into screenwriting and novel writing has resurrected a part of me that I let slip away when I moved to LA. And having this part of back, having this part of me back again makes me feel like I am fully alive. And I'm so grateful that 2022 came with the rebirth in my writing. In a lot of ways, these creative writing projects that I'm doing are a kind of deconstruction and reconstruction. And so, Even though 2022 was hard, I'm pretty grateful for it. Speaking of creative writing, Bishop O.C. Allen recently posted his Ten Commandments for 2023. And as we close, I want to read them to you. You can find them on his Instagram, and I'll be sure to post all his socials in the show notes. But I want to read them to you anyways, because I believe these these commandments, there are more than 10, I think. These commandments, though, are wonderful and very applicable to you and to all of us and to our lives and our time and in our culture. And so I want to encourage you to think about these commandments as we enter into 2023. So here we go. Thou shall not stress over inconsistent people. Don't pour oil into leaky vessels. Thou shall not nurture the gift and not upgrade the vessel. The vessel is just as important as the content. Thou shall stop trying to control everything. Anxiety is not always your problem. The desire to control is. Controlling the outcome is God's job. Thou shalt focus on your healing. The more you heal, the less you see attention as affection, attachments as connections, codependencies as support, disagreements as attacks, and external validation as love. Thou shalt make peace with the boundaries God told you needed to be in place. They will feel new and lonely or awkward, but they will create your destiny. Thou shalt know the difference between having a big heart and ignoring your discernment and boundaries. 
Thou shalt not let your wounds pick your next chapter. Ooh, that's a big one. Take the time to heal your wounds so that a rebound doesn't deepen your wounds. Thou shalt finally allow a time for rest, renovation, and innovation. Thou shalt not confuse goals with desires. Your goals are the things you want to achieve. Your desires are the things that can stand in the way of your goals. And finally, thou shalt know that a change of plans does not mean a change of purpose. Again, I, I, need, I needed to hear that too. I needed to hear Bishop Allen's sermon, and so I'm so grateful I had the resources to attend the Queer Christian Conference. I plan on attending next year. I pray that you would consider if this is the right conference for you. I hope you found today's episode helpful to you and to your journey. Please check out the Queer Christian Conference and the amazing ministry of Bishop O.C. Allen. Get ready for a full season of content on gender and sexuality. I truly believe there is going to be a lot of growth and evolution and much needed reconstruction as we consider our faith and scripture and how to have healthy sexual lives. Until next time, my name is Ashley Lynn Hengst, and you are listening to the Unlearning Podcast. Oh,